Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional grade industrial supplies. Count on real time product availability and fast delivery. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. All right, welcome in. It is another edition of the Believe in Georgia Dogs podcast on the Believe Network. Welcome in. Joining me is my man Israel Troop. Israel, changing weather is uh, kicking your butt. Yeah, man. How you doing? My nose is like a faucet right now. It's a little, little runny. You know, the second half. You know, we have a bunch of different seasons here. I think this is like uh, spring, fall type weather. You know, it feels nice in the morning. You know, so. We're going. A lot of us are going through it right now. Yeah, we're uh, we're dealing with uh, fifty two in the morning, eighty two at practice. So yeah, sounds about right. I'm, I'm wearing a pullover, and finally, I'm wearing pants to work. Which I know that sounds bad, but I was wearing sh- I was wearing golf shorts to work uh, every day, saying, except for this week. If you're wearing pants to work every day. Yeah, that's I'm bragging about the fact that I'm wearing good pants to, to work every day. So, uh, but yeah, I'm finally wearing long pants, I should say, uh, to work instead of shorts. So, um, that's that the weather's changing here as well. It is ragweed season here in the state of Tennessee. So, yeah. what does that mean for me? Well, I'm glad I'm getting allergy shots. That's what that means for me. <laughs> Not so. this, yeah, it's rough out here in these streets. Hey, but I'm glad you're here. We're all glad you're here. We're presented by betonline.ag, your number one source for all your sports betting needs. You have live action, parlays, futures, things like that. All of our lines tonight, the games that we're going to run through, are going to be presented by betonline.ag. So we got a lot of good ones to pick. So we'll get to that here in a little bit. But also they have live casino games. If you're a blackjack player, slots player, Caribbean stuff, poker. Uh, I think they have Baccarat. Uh, I think they have um, what's that game? What Roulette. Baccarat. I don't know what Baccarat is. I just feel like I've seen it before. <laughs> I feel like it's a casino game. It fit. I don't know. It's a game. I know it's a game. So somebody out there, stat boy, can uh, some stat boy out there can tell us what Baccarat is. So uh, betonline.ag, uh, like I said, it's your number one sports sports betting site. So head to the website, betonline.ag, and put in the promo code BELIEVE, that's B-L-E-A-V, to get your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. I love the, the I love the head tilt every time it gets me. So head to the, get your 50% welcome bonus, put the promo code BELIEVE, and betonline.ag, 
it's where the game starts. So I uh, got a little bit to talk about here. Not as exciting of a matchup. Uh, you got UAB coming in. Georgia is 42-point favorites. Very, very steep. Um, so there's not a whole lot of like keys back and forth and who to get to watch for and all that good stuff because we know kind of how this thing's going to play out. But the concern, and we talked about this on our last episode, the concern was the slow start and how they adjusted at halftime. But now, coming into this game, how do you avoid a slow start? How do you get, or in other words, how do you get off to a hot start? I think you attack the uh, first half like you did the second half. Um, I think, like like we said last show, I think um, Coach Bobo took the training rules off of Carson Beck, and you see what happened when you do that. So I think you just go into this game. I think this game, after seeing what you did against South Carolina, I think this game, is one where you get ready for that your SEC schedule. You know, you got Auburn um, coming up next um, after UAB. So, I mean, this is a good game to, you know, shake them cobwebs off, you know, because there, there are no more gimmies after this one. This is it. You know, and at the same time, I mean, UAB is a really good ball club. You know, Trent Dilford is going to come in, um, have those guys ready to play. Um, he doesn't expect anything less. He expects he expects a, a very competitive game, you know, especially from his guys. He doesn't care that, that we're UGA. He's coming in to play the spoiler anyway. So, you know, just to have the same game play ahead in the second half, you know, um, don't be scared, you know, and let, and let, and just let Carson Beck be Carson Beck. Let's let him do what he does. Yeah. I think, I think you start off, you know, obviously you want to establish a run. You want to establish a run in every game. I, I think that goes without saying. But like, as far as getting Carson Beck comfortable, I think you've got to hit a couple quick throws to get him in rhythm. Mm-hmm. I, I, I think maybe go tempo. Let Carson Beck just, Go out there and do what he does, man. Just let him move him down the field. Let him be aggressive and let him show that, hey, I can handle calling things at the line. I can handle making checks. I can handle getting us down the field in a tempo-type situation. And I think that'll give confidence to the other guys as well because I think people aren't sure because Carson Beck is unsure mm-hmm. and Mike Bobo is unsure. And everybody's just kind of like – treading lightly do what do we do how do we attack this thing with the utmost confidence and then i think it's really just kind of throwing a whole monkey wrench into everything i think everybody just needs to settle down let's be i think we need to go a little bit more on the aggressive side push the ball downfield a little bit establish the run play action things like that hit a few screens and 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 really just kind of light up the scoreboard early on. And I think that's I think that's the key to getting Carson Beck comfortable is he's not one of those you can ease into a game. He's one of those that has to dive in from the yes. from the diving board. Absolutely. And you know, whatever you did in the second half, take that plan and do it a hundred times faster, you know, in this in this coming game. You know, because you're gonna need it. Some games you're gonna need to play, play tempo. Some games you're gonna need to slow things down. You know, so like you said, I think Carson one of those guys that needs needs to be sped up. I think the slower that you play, the more times he the more time he has to think. And I think that is bad for anybody. You know, I, I we say the same thing about our quarterbacks, you know, all the time. You know, if you got they got time to think, they're probably gonna mess something up. You know, so if you're playing tempo, he's getting in the flow again. Tempo helps quarterbacks get into the flow of the game as well. Mm-hmm. You know, along with your play calling, obviously, but to a quarterback, you know, he don't have to sit there and do a lot of check with me's and things like that. Um so I think it's, it's very important to play with tempo, uh, get him started mixed around with the pass, uh, some RPOs and some deep shots um, early and often. And I think anything we get out of here and, and, and we'll be fine. You know, 42 yeah. is a little steep, 
um, just because of past history and us starting really, really slow. Um, so I'm thinking this is going to be around 30, 35. Is what yeah, I'm I, I think that's a, I think that's a better number. I mean, you still got a lot of injuries. You got Kendall Milton and Roger Robinson. They're doubtful. Uh, of course, uh, Mary Smims, he went, uh, he went, he underwent tightrope surgery to repair his injured ankle, according to uh, our man Anthony Dasher, the Dash Man at uh, UGA Sports. Uh, so he went under. He went underwent. Uh, I cannot say that phrase for some reason. He underwent successful surgery. There you go. There you go. There we go. Uh, so it looks like it's going to be Dylan Fairchild uh, to to start in his place. Cash Jones is going to get some more reps, which I think he's becoming a fan favorite. Um, and he's made some plays like he's earned it. Absolutely. He made a good catch um, the first half last week and uh, he made some touchdown. So, yeah. you know, you got Dejan out there with one leg right now. Um, he, he's tough and through it. But I mean, watching him play, I mean, I, like I said, I coached him when he was in high school. So, I, mean, I mean, he was going to be special and he was going to be a tough yeah. kid. So, watching him right out there and go out there and play, I mean, he's doing a phenomenal job. So, I mean, it's just one of those games you want to get out injury-free, obviously. Um, but at the same time, you know, we've seen what everybody can do. So now it's time, all right, let's let our dudes go out here and play. Let's take care of business, and then we can start rotating guys. But the first you know, couple series needs to be the ones, like the ones you're going to go to battle with next week against Auburn. Yeah, I think so, too. I think they need a little bit of confidence about them. I think if you can get out of here with, with <laughs> minimal carries for Dejon Edwards and let him kind of – get back to 100% so that we can win a road game at Auburn is the ideal situation there. Uh, you know, you have to break in some of these new guys, um, Savon Clark, uh, Lanef, Lanef Whitehead. I think I said that right. Um, <laughs> Dylan Fairchild. Uh, and then, then these receivers are still getting kind of in tune with each other. So a, a lot's happening. There's a lot of moving parts here. And I, I think getting everybody on the same page is going to be good. Uh, and, and, Putting the pressure on them, honestly, I think is going to be a good test to see kind of are we ready for a hostile road environment? Absolutely. You know, we're, we're going on a hostile road environment this Friday. So um, our attention to detail has been amped up a little bit more um, mm-hmm. this week as well. And our, and our guys have responded. You know, my receivers, I, I mean, they've absolutely balled out this week. Um, the quarterback and receiver chemistry has been great. You know, even our running backs have done a phenomenal job this week and getting those, you know how running backs are, getting those guys doing things like pulling teeth, you know, but we, they have done a phenomenal job this week. Um, you know, the bounce back from from a loss um, sometimes does that to you. You know, you kind of you need a reality check. And I mean, watching our guys respond and then watching this UGA, UGA team respond um, in the second half was absolutely phenomenal. You know, I went back and, you know, listened to Kirby at halftime and I thought for sure, you know, that it was going to be, you know, one of those type speeches. But, you know, what he said, I mean, it was true. And, you know, I tweeted today, I was like, if you listen to this man speak at halftime and if you still have any doubt on his decisions, then you are a you-know-what, you know, so. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> just listen absolutely. to the speech and you, you hear, he just, he literally spoke it into existence. He did. He said, "Was that Sacramento score again?" But they did. Yes, he says possessions, and we scored on I think five of the six. If I'm not mistaken. Yeah, he goes, "We're going to get six possessions. We're going to score on four. They're going to score one. That's okay. We're still going to come out of here ahead." Yes. I we mean, scored on five, and they didn't score again. 
Yeah, man, it was a thing of beauty. So, other offensive linemen to watch out for. We're going to take a look at defense. Uh, Xavier Truss uh, can work at both guard and tackle, so there might be some combinations where he goes out to tackle and we we bring in another guard. Austin Blasky, um, Monroe Freeling, Dylan Fairchild, as I said, Micah Morris, um, Chad Lindbergh. So some of those names, they're they're all probably going to get a lot of reps. Mm-hmm. So, um, just keep that in mind. So, um, defensively, I, I think the the glaring question defensively is who's going to step up in the middle? Is it going to be your boy Nazir Stackhouse? There he is, man. There he is. I think it's going to be Stackhouse. You know, one thing I want to see us do. Uh, we're 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 really good at playing man. You know, that's one thing we're good at playing man and bringing pressure. I want to see us get really good at playing zone. I want to see us communicate better on the back end. I mean, our guys are are getting there, but I want to see us make tackles when we have a chance. Um, you know, that, those two things. I want to see us get prepared to quarterback, actually make the tackle, keep contained, and I want to see us communicate on the back end and zone. Those are two things I want to see. Other than that, you guys just keep playing ball. Yeah, Bullard's doubtful again, so that's going to be that's going to be a tough go. Which I mean, I was expecting him next week. Then we need him next week. Let's just. Our yeah. Breaks in there. yeah, I mean, I think we can. You know, I think we can survive without him this week. Just have him ready for the for the conference run, because I mean, the schedule was easy, and now the conference is down a little bit, so it just got a yeah. little bit easier. Like Tennessee is not quite as scary anymore. Uh, Auburn's definitely not scary. Florida got a little bit scary, but they were pretty bad to start the season, so they're still just moderately scary. Um. I'm just lost. We There's not one person on our schedule right now that I worry about. You know, we're really going to see what, what Ole Miss is, you know, hitting on um, after this week uh, when they play Alabama. You know, and that's that's really it. You know, all watching Auburn, especially when they played Cal, um, yeah. just watching those guys. They don't know what to do at quarterback. You know, so they they don't scare me at all. Um, now, don't get me wrong; you can get beat by any of these teams on any given day. You know, but from an just a outside guy looking in. None of, the, none of the teams that we play this year scare me. The SEC for the first time, I feel like is down a little bit. Yeah, it looks, but like all the like, and you say that, but there's not another team in college football that you're looking at going. That's the team. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I guess the closest thing to seeing a team and going, that's the team, is Florida State. Mm-hmm. Like you look at Florida State and you're like, that's a damn good football team. You yes. look at Georgia and you're like, they could be a really good football team, but they're just not quite there yet because they've got a lot of factors and a lot of issues and a lot of communication things and getting on the same page stuff. You see uh, USC, they're Sherman Ultrasoft on defense. Mm-hmm. Ohio State, I don't think is very good. Yeah, uh, Michigan, like I, like Michigan hasn't overly impressed, but I mean they're solid. Mm-hmm. Um, Iowa's played a lot better. Did you did you see the clip I sent you on that one? I did. <laughs> <laughs> Get a step ladder and crawl out. Of my I love that. Um, like, there's no dominant teams though. So this this like run to the playoff, the last of the fourteen playoff, is going to be very very fun because yeah, you've got. To- this week, I think it's the Red River Shootout this week, isn't it? Uh, or is that next week? So. I think it's next week. 
But I think that game is going to show us a lot about Oklahoma. I mean, they've been putting up numbers, um, but they've been yeah. also playing uh, my little son's like three-year-old flag football team. So yeah. this is going to be very interesting to see in that game how they respond. I think Texas looked pretty good. Um, they struggled in the first half. I mean, they were still riding high from beating Alabama, too. Um, yeah. So it's going to be interesting to see how they bounce back. I mean, Florida State right now by far looks like the best team to me. Yeah. Um, of all the teams that, you know, we've watched and things like that, I think Florida State is the only team right now you're like, you know what, those guys are going to be pretty good. And it's going to be interesting to see what they do this week with Clemson. I think they owe Clemson one. So it's going to be – give it to them. See how that game ends because – I think they're going to give it to them. Plenty. Clemson so. is struggling against really good football teams. Struggling. So I, I think you said this earlier. Uh, I don't think Georgia covers the spread. Uh, I think you said they don't cover the spread. I think 42 is a bit steep. So I, I, I'm going to 30, 35 that, between that range. It's going to be in the low to mid 30s, I think is going to be the differential. I just don't think Georgia's going to score a ton. I don't think they're going to be interested in scoring a ton. I don't think Kirby's going to be one to run it up on Dilfer. Um, I think he's just going to want to try to get out of here healthy and. Yes. Move on. Get ready for Auburn. This is probably the best team that we're going to face. You know, that's going to get us ready for ACC. I feel like because UAB is a really good football team. They're yeah. a really good football team. And like they I are. said, they, they could have just as easily come into San Francisco and beat us. They could. I mean, we still got to play. We still got to go out and win the game. But I just don't think it's going to be a wipe the floor 59 to three, like state made game. Like it, like it probably could and should be, or like it would have been probably last year. But, um, but that, that's, you know, it, it is what it is. And it, it's not a big deal. It, as long as we're healthy and we're moving into Auburn in the right direction. I, I, I don't think it's a big deal mm-hmm. at all. And <laughs> you know, you, you know, you're going to hear some noise. <laughs> you see that. What is it? The TikTok all time, man. When's the win? No how you get it. As long as I got more points than another team, it really don't matter. We'll fix the other stuff later. It don't matter. So, um, well, let's get in some picks, shall we? You want to do some picks? All right. Well, we, we get, let's go. We, we got some picks presented by betonline.ag. Uh, Israel's going to build his 14-team parlay and pay <laughs> off his house if he hits it. Uh, um, one can only hope. We'll see. All right. Well, I, what we ought to do is uh, put all of like just put like all of your picks into a parlay for like five bucks just to see if it hits. That's exactly what I'm going to do. That's what I've been doing. Oh, I thought you. Like, I thought you just been playing like chunks of them, but no, you've no, been playing your whole pick list. Okay. I'll, I'll play like a whole like twelve team deal. And okay. Just see, see what happens. Well, let's uh, let's do it. All right, so the first game is pretty intriguing. Uh, we're going to go into the Big Ten here. Wisconsin really off to a big, big time struggle, but I mean they're going from like thirty-two personnel to air raid, so like there's there's a bit of an adjustment period here. Yeah. So they're playing so Purdue. Like, what the hell are we doing? Kick slide. What vertical set? What are, what, what are you talking about? Zone. So what, what? What is this? Like, why are we throwing the ball? What is a lateral step? The hell is this? You want me to lose fifteen pounds? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's Wisconsin. Well, they're on the road at Purdue. Purdue is. Let's. I'm gonna be nice about it. They stink. They're struggling right now. They stink. All right. They got shellacked by Fresno State. 
And uh, Wisconsin is five and a half point favorites there. What do you think? I think I'm going to take Wisconsin on this one. All right. There you go. Wisconsin. Yeah, I'm gonna take I'm gonna take the Badgers too. I I think for as much as they're struggling, I, I think it's uh, you know, I think they'll get it. That's a Friday night game, by the way. That game will be happening while you're out there on the field. Mm-hmm. Friday night football. All right. Uh, Florida State, Clemson. Florida State only two and a half point favorites on the road at Clemson. I guess this says a lot about what they think about Clemson's home environment. Um, I, for one, am taking the Knowles minus two and a half. I think that's easy, easy bet right there. I'm taking the Knowles. And if you watched the Boston College game, I don't think Florida State would be scared <laughs> because they had a lot of adversity in that Boston College game and they managed mm-hmm. to, you know, ride the wave and survive. I don't think going into, um, I think, in there's called Death Valley too. I don't think yeah. they're going to worry. No, they're not. And I think this is. This is going to be like another LSU game where I think they're going to make Clemson quit. Yeah. <laughs> but let's just call no, it. Uh, no, not at all. Rutgers plus 24 on the road at Michigan. Rutgers is very much improved. Rutgers is a very, very improved football team. And I think they're going to give Michigan a run for their money. So I'm going to take Rutgers. If anything, they're just going to cover. I think 24 is too too much. I think Rutgers is much improved this year. I think they're doing some good things. Yes. Will they beat Michigan? Probably not, Probably but not. they will probably cover this. Yes. All right. Vandy, who is absolutely pitiful. They're 13 and a half point underdogs at home against Kentucky. He, um, I want to say take Kentucky on this one. So I'm going to do it. I'm going to take Kentucky. I think it's an easy one. I think it's an easy one. Kentucky. Absolutely. Did Kentucky right. get the OC back or did I, did I read that wrong? No, they got him back. Liam, uh, not Liam. Yeah. Liam Cohen. Yeah. Did he get sick or something or like passed out or something like that? Or did I read that wrong? Or did that somebody else? Say that again. Did he get like passed out or something in practice or like he was sick or something? That that might have been something else. Uh, You might be right. I don't know. I can't remember. I know I know he got fired uh, as the Rams OC. He got fired? Yeah. He's not an NFL OC apparently. I thought what's his name called plays anyway. Well, he still got fired. <laughs> he was somebody. the OC. Nah, we got it. Got you. Somebody, somebody had to go down for their struggles. <laughs> he, he just secretly he just missed Will Levis. Got you. But they got Devin Leary, which is way better. So Auburn at Texas A and M. Auburn is eight point underdogs. Are you buying Texas A&M or does Auburn have a chance here? I think Auburn's offense is awful, but their defense is pretty good. Mm-hmm. This was a tough man. If I'm looking at this one, I probably wouldn't put this one, but I think uh, if I had to pick, I would have to take 
Texas A&M at home, that 12th man something. See. Yeah. They I got Auburn. They got I got Auburn because, okay, A&M 12th man. I could see that. I, I just still, I'm not quite, this is the game that's going to make or break whether or not I'm somewhat sold on A&M. Yeah. But since I'm just thinking about Auburn's struggles on offense right now, and, you know, Texas A&M, they, they can't play defense. You know, they were just on the field a lot against Miami. Yeah. Twelfth man, I think I have to go with Texas A&M. Okay. I'm going to take Auburn, so we're going to see where we differ there. I don't think I'm going to put any actual money on that one, but I'm going to take Auburn. <laughs> yeah, that, that's a hard one to pick if you put some I, money. I think they at least – I think at worst-case scenario, they cover. A, a touchdown win is a cover. Yeah, I see it. Which I, I think these two teams are fairly similar. Yeah. Um, okay, Utah hosting UCLA. Utah is four and a half point favorites. I think I like Utah. I'm with you there. They're just good. They were great with their backup. Like they have three good quarterbacks. I think. Yes, their backups were really, really good, and that yeah. tells me if anything happens, and they got another guy that's willing and able to go in if they don't even use all three. Yeah. I mean, and that tells me they had a plan. Yes. Which is what you like. They had a plan for that. Other teams don't have a plan for, you know, Oh God, or, you know, like Alabama doesn't have a plan. They have three totally different quarterbacks. Yes. So much. It's ridiculous. Have the skill set of each one too. I guess. Wow. Yeah. And they don't know how to use any of them. Yeah. Like, dude, dude is over his skis, I'm afraid. Yeah. Tommy Reese. Yep. I don't think you realize the pressures of being an Alabama coordinator. No. It, it, he doesn't realize it, and he's not doing well with it. <laughs> I, I just I have a hard time believing that. Okay. Call, uh, Coach Prime, 21-point dogs in Eugene. He... There's going to be a team that's going to try to make a statement against Colorado. I think it's going to be in Oregon. Now, considering that I know what they're going to do in this game and they're going to fight to the end, I'm going to take Colorado to cover. Okay. I think 21 points is a big, big spread. I think Colorado is explosive enough to where I think they can cover that. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to I'm going to agree with you. I, I think it's going to be one of those where we're – a little nervous for a while, and then I think Colorado goes on a run. Yeah. I do think Colorado can cover this. This game will be very, very hyped, hyped up. All right, Ole Miss, Alabama. Alabama, seven-point favorites at home. It's hard to go against those guys at home. But I think Jackson Dart and the Ole Miss Rebels cover. I think they went out right. Could possibly which would, which would still be a cover. Either way, I'm taking Ole Miss. Yeah. Um, tomatoes, tomatoes. I'm taking Ole Miss. I, I just think Jackson Dart is he says he's a special cat. Quinshawn Judkins, best running back in the conference. Uh, they've got some weapons. Michael Trigg, I think, will have a breakout game for them at tight end. I, I just think they have they have a lot going on for them. Okay. Mm-hmm. Let's pick two more, shall we? Yeah. Okay, so uh, let's pick. There's a lot of good ones, and we could pick like 20 of them, but we're going to go with two more. Okay, so do you want to pick 
do you want to go with Oregon State, Washington State, Arkansas, LSU? All right, let's pick two of these. Okay, so you heard those those last two, right? All right, uh, Mississippi State at South Carolina. Nope. Uh, Ohio State at Notre Dame. Yes. And I think that's the only other. I think that's the only one that's worth picking. USC at Arizona State. That's a huge spread. Yeah. No. Okay. So, all right. We'll yeah, go Ohio State Notre Dame. Okay. Well, let's 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 get into it then. Uh, Ohio State three point favorites on the road at Notre Dame. Can Sam Hartman pull it off? I think Sam Hartman can pull it off. I think Freeman wins against his old school. I think he's finally got a quarterback that can do it. I think the scheme um, that they're going that they're in now, um, Sam Hartman feels comfortable in it, and I think Freeman can pull it off. Especially that this game is at home. I really, I really want to disagree with you, but I, I can't and I won't because I'm a big Sam Hartman believer. Yes. So I'm, I'm, I'm going there. All right, for our last game, what do you want to go with? You want to go? I like DJ Uyungle. Okay, let's go with that one. Two and a half. There are two and a half point favorites at on the the Palouse. Yeah, I'm taking the Bees. Bowling right now. Yeah, yeah, I I think so too. And I think Jonathan Smith and just the whole university has done a tremendous job being patient with this with this program. Mm -hmm. I think because they were in really rough shape. Yes. When Jonathan Smith took over, like rough, rough shape. I think Rutgers has done the same with Greg Schiano, uh-huh. uh, which is which has been which has been awesome. Uh, I, I think uh, Virginia, I think Virginia did that to a certain degree with Bronco Mendenhall before he retired. Uh, I think I think it paid off for Duke. Uh, they they let Cutcliffe really just instill a good culture there. And made the transition from Cutcliffe to Mike Elko really, really easy and seamless. So, like, patience is starting to win out, and I love it. Yes, and it also helps when you're getting better and better each year. Like, you're showing growth. You know, I think that's the biggest thing that people don't understand. You know, people just look at wins and losses. Mm-hmm. You know, but if you look at the all-around body of work of, all right, are these guys getting better and better each year that this head coach is there? I think now you're starting to see the fruits of that labor. You know, so. absolutely, and then they get a couple of big time transfers, and now they're in business. Absolutely, when you win football games, everybody's happy, and guess what? People actually want to come play for you. If you continue yeah. to lose football games, people ain't gonna come there. I.e., Clemson University, and it's not just losing; it's just like the manner in which they lose. Yes, like if you get your eyes beat out, it ain't good for morale. Like in no universe. Over the last, in any parallel universe over the last 15 years, should Duke ever do what they did to Clemson? Yes. And I love Mike Elko, and I think he's done a great job. I, I love Riley Leonard as a quarterback. But like those two programs, that, that dynamic should exist yeah. on a football field. Yeah, it just you, shouldn't. But you see a whole lot of wants in that Duke team. Yeah. One line, a whole lot of want to Clemson. No, it's almost like they're just kind of fading. So there you go. Well, that's our picks, man. 
that's that's going to wrap us up for the picks. So I think this is a very interesting one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten game parlay. Put ten dollars on it, you'll win a hundred thousand. Hey Amen. I'm good with that. Hey, I'm I, I might actually try to play that ten game hey, parlay. See what I'm happens. That's like if I won a lottery, you know, to have these big million dollar deals. You know that winning all that sounds great, but you know I, I win the little you know five thousand dollar ones to ten thousand dollar ones. You know I'm good with those. Yeah. Now now I'm gonna place a couple of like two three dollar bets that that I know will hit, so that I can recoup my money, <laughs> uh, my five dollars for when I hit my parlay here. Yeah. Um, probably gonna miss what, me. what what if I get nine of the ten games? And it's Auburn that holds me back. I'm going to be so pissed. I'm going to be like, I told you. I told you. I know. You, you better send me that text. <laughs> you better send me that text. They're like, hey, my parlay just hit. How about yours? <laughs> I'm like, nah. <laughs> I, might actually, I might actually go with your parlay. I think I might. I think I might. It's a game time decision, but as of right now, I'm picking Auburn. But it's a game time decision. Oh, yeah, you got, you got it. That's one of those you got to sleep on, man. You got to sleep yeah. on them. Definitely, definitely yeah. sleep on it for a couple hours. If somebody's got the flu or something, you know, didn't make the trip. Yeah. Somebody possible. was smoking cigarettes in the team hotel and got suspended for a quarter and a half. Pulled the, pulled the fire <laughs> alarm or some, some Petrino yes. and Petrino went on a joy ride again. Uh, who knows? Something, something could happen. Just never know. Freeze or out at the bars. You just never know what might happen. Yeah. So, well, that's going to do it. I know we went over time in our live show, so we're gonna uh, we're gonna wrap it up right here, man. It was great uh, way to wrap up the week here. Uh, We hope your picks, whichever side of the fence you're on, we hope your picks hit, and we hope they hit on BetOnline.ag. But we, I want to thank you for joining the show again. Right here below us, you can find us, subscribe. Follow us, all of that good stuff. Leave us a message. Tell a friend. And just join the show. It's Absolutely. a great show to join. You know, two two high school offense coordinators. Well, I'm not an offense coordinator right now, but um, two high school coaches. Really, we're both offense coordinators, if if, if we're being honest. But um, we're yeah, good at it. Really. We're good at it. We 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 know what we know what's up. So uh, if you want that perspective, this is the place to be. Um, but we are the Believe in George. But I'll tell you what we are is the Believe in George Dogs podcast on the Believe Network presented by BetOnline.ag. We thank you for joining us. We hope to see you back here next week, back and better than ever, and a few parlays hit. But until then, go dogs. Go yeah, dogs. Do you believe? Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.